0: الحمد لله، الحمد لله وكفى بالصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. ولا تركنوا إلى الذين غلَّموا فتمسَّكُم النار وما لكم من دون الله من أولياء ثم لا تنصرون. وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ان من الناس مفاتيح للخير مغاليق للشر وان من الناس مفاتيح للشر مغاليق للخير فطوبى لمن جعله الله جعل الله مفاتيح الخير على يديه وويل لمن جعل الله مفاتيح الشر على يديه او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected mothers and sisters and students of Deen. There are many things that are given high priority by even the average Muslim. For example, To have the correct beliefs So this every Muslim understands it Even the weak Muslim too understands That he must not give Have any kind of Aqaid and beliefs that are incorrect That may Affect his iman Then There are certain things which The general Muslim will give High priority to For example Salah That I must perform my five times Salah With Jamaah the average Muslim also will be very concerned about not missing any salah. Or oh, fasting in the month of Ramadan, most Muslims would be very, very concerned about this. Can't ever allow myself to miss any salah without a valid reason. And so on, the ibadat in particular, this most people give concern to. Then there are certain things which are very, very important. But comparatively, fewer people give any attention to it. And those aspects pertain to Mu'amalat, muasharat and akhlaq. Muamilat, maybe some people would still be concerned about that I must not deal in interest, for example. I must not cheat. I must not defraud anybody. So these kinds of things... Many people would be concerned about still, but when it comes to muasharat, dealing with people within our family, within our neighborhood, our extended family, people in society, then this is something which we often tend to think that is not even part of deen. And when it comes to akhlaq then this is given the least consideration by most people. And we generally measure our piety by means of how much salah I perform, how much nafil namaz I perform. Obviously, the farz, the wajib, there's no question about missing it. So, somebody who's fulfilling the basics doesn't think much of himself. But on top of that, somebody is performing much nafil namaz, making tahajjud, making ishraq, making awabin, Alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah. These are very great things. Somebody makes tilawat of the Quran Sharif daily for hours, makes ten paras tilawat, twenty paras tilawat. Alhamdulillah, what a wonderful thing! And somebody gives a lot of charity, sadaqa. What a wonderful thing! Excellent. Somebody fast nafil fast every Mondays and Thursdays, the Sunnat fast. Other days the person keeps nafil fast. Also a very good thing. Excellent. But piety in the eyes of Allah wa Taala, in the court of Allah Taala. Is not measured by the amount of nafil that a person performed. That will add certainly to a person's good deeds. This is certainly a very great thing. And one should try to do the maximum in terms of nafil as well. But that doesn't make up piety. Piety makes up, or is made up, by fulfilling hukukullah and hukukul ibad when both these things will be fulfilled, together with refraining from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, refraining from sin, this person is pious, then together with this, as much nafil as a person performs, that will add to one's good deeds, and will increase one's darajat and status in the akhirat. But otherwise, if a person has been performing a lot of nawafil, but has been shirking with regards to hukukul ibad has not been fulfilling the rights of people, has been incurring sin, engaging in guna, in sin, then such a person in the court of Allah Ta'ala is not pious. In one hadith it is mentioned that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a woman was described or mentioned that she performs a lot of nawafil, but she keeps troubling her neighbors. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, here in she is in the fire of Jahannam. Now, pious people won't enter Jahannam at all. So the fact that Nabi Slaasum is saying, here finnaar, that in the court of Allah, she wasn't regarded as pious. She was a Muslim, inshallah, she'll go to Jannat, but she wasn't regarded as pious because she went to Jahannam. And another person was mentioned that she fulfills the basics. There isn't extra-nafil, maybe some little bit nafil, not extra-nafil, but she doesn't trouble anybody. Nabi Salaam said, here Jannah. So, hukukul ibad is very essential, very important, and together with that, refraining from sin. Now, in hukukul ibad, many a times we take certain things very lightly, but there has been great emphasis placed upon this in the ahadith. And one of the things in hukukul ibad is interaction with people. And interaction with people in general, wherever we are, whether we are at home, whether we are in a family gathering with other relatives, whether we are interacting with somebody in society, or in whichever level, whichever capacity. We are interacting with people, and therefore, there has been great emphasis placed upon this in the ahadith about how we interact. And what is our nature in the aspect of this interaction? Now to understand this, there is one riwayat, Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala an, in Tirmizi Sharif, when Nabi Islam says, (laughs) أَلَا أُخْبِرُكُمْ عَلَى النَّارِ أَوْ بِمَنْ تَحْرُمُ عَلَيْهِ النَّارُ Should I not inform you about the person who will be haram on the fire? In other words, such a person won't enter the fire of Jahannam. Or he said it the other way around, that upon whom the fire of Jahannam is haram, the fire cannot touch him. Either way, the meaning is one, that who will not enter Jahannam? <coughs> Now this is being spoken to the sahaba Ikram. kiram The sahaba Ikram, kiram when they heard these kind of things, this never crossed their minds that this is a license to give up performing Salah, to give up fasting and to commit any sin that one desires and then just be careful about this one thing mentioned in this Hadith and your ticket is booked to Jannat. The sahaba Ikram, kiram this never crossed their minds because they knew what the meaning of these things are that a person has to fulfill the faraiz, the wajibat, the sunnat, the mu'akkada is also in the same league, and together with that one will have to refrain from all sun. That is the basic requirement. And then there's an express ticket that comes with these aspects. So Nabi Salaam is saying that who will be haram on the fire of Jahannam, who will not enter the fire of Jahannam, should I tell you? The Nabi Islam mentioned, ala kulli qaribin هَيِّنٍ sahlin. The crux of this is, that a person who is soft-natured, a person who is approachable, a person who is very easygoing, when somebody has to approach us regarding any issue, to talk to us about something, to request something, the person has to, oh, has no hesitation. Somebody at home needs to ask something, the husband needs to ask something, ...or the parents need to ask us something... ...our children need to ask us something... ...our brothers and sisters require something... ...or need to discuss some issue... ...some matter... ...it might be somebody in the extended family... ...it might be our neighbor... ...whoever needs to discuss something with us... ...needs to put a request to us... ...that person has no difficulty whatsoever... ...that person has no hesitation... ...that person says that... ...there was one of two situations... ...either this person will be able to fulfill my request... ...or may not be able to fulfill my request... But there won't be any issue that will come out of this request. Or if I discuss some matter, that person might be able to give me some solution or give me some answer or give me some explanation or may not be able to give me an explanation or an answer or a solution. But there won't be any issue that will come out of this. I will discuss it. The person will discuss it in a cool and calm way. The person will maybe accept what I am saying or maybe not be able to accept what I am saying. Either way, the person will be cool and calm about it. And if I approach the person, there won't be any uh, fireworks taking place now. Then what you think of yourself, you're talking to me, you, you think of yourself. And I know better than you, or whatever the case is, and in a moment the person will be flaring up, or all these kinds of things. No, no. The person is very, very calm, cool, collected. The person is soft-natured. The person is approachable with regards to any discussion, any kind of request somebody has there isn't any difficulty nobody nobody has to as we normally say it has to check the weather report before talking to us that i have to check the weather report that today is it going to be partly cloudy and mild or is today uh occasional um, what what they call it thunderstorms with lightning and thunder or is it fine and partly cloudy or is it sunshine Nobody has to check the weather report. They don't have to check what our mood is. In other words, the person who will be saved from the fire of Jahannam is a person who is not moody. Is a person who is cool, calm, collected, is soft-natured, is approachable. It might be sometimes, and the world, life, life has all its challenges. People will not always be discussing something with us which is very pleasant to discuss. Sometimes there might be some Difficult things to discuss. Somebody might want to bring to our attention, maybe something about our child, that our child has perhaps done something which was incorrect, the neighbor saw something, or some family member, it came to his or her attention, that our child may be up to something which is incorrect. Now that person wants to bring it to us. Nobody likes to hear something about their children, that the child did something which was wrong. But... That person now is plucking the courage to do us a favor. But now supposing our nature is such that as soon as we hear something about our child, before even knowing the reality, before even knowing what the details are, we immediately jump to the defense of our child. My child can never do this. And you just got it in for me. And you just want to find some fault with my child. And yeah, last time because I, my child threw the ball in your yard and maybe he broke one... Um, something when he came to fetch his ball so now we're fighting with that neighbor now you got it in for me that's why now you're just looking for the faults of my child or some relative yeah you're jealous about my child because your child can't do this now all these things are coming up whereas we uh, that person tried to do us a favor out of concern out of well wishing for us that person felt look if it was my child I would be disturbed I would want to take measures to rectify the situation this too is my child it's somebody else's child but I feel for that child like my own I feel for this neighbor of mine, so let me just bring it to his attention, to her attention. But now there we went off the cuff. And we went on a tangent. So now that person also scratches his head that why did I get myself involved in this kind of a problem? In future now, I will have to just now forget about talking to this person. Yes, if I see something, it might hurt me, it might concern me. I will have to make dua and restrict myself to that. And as far as this person talking to this person is concerned... It's just going to create a further problem. So I might as well forget about it. Now we deprived ourselves of the well-wishing of others. We deprived ourselves of the favours of others. This is a great favor. Somebody comes with a plate of mitai to us. The neighbor comes, some family member comes with all that beautiful mitai all properly all displayed and looking terrific. So we are so grateful. What a wonderful neighbor. This person brought this mitai. Then another neighbor phones us. There's a snake that is about to crawl into your window. The window is open. There's a snake coming down the wall. It's about to crawl in. Please just take quickly some precaution and close that window. Get somebody to go kill the snake. We will immediately get into action and then phone that neighbor. Jazakallah. You were very alert and you were very considerate. You phoned immediately. You saved us from the harm of that snake. Somebody, there's a thief at the door Or there's a thief lurking in the yard and that person is trying to break in and the neighbor sees, somebody else sees, some stranger passing. He sees this and he alerts us that there's a thief lurking in the yard and this person is up to some kind of mischief. So we are so grateful that this person saved us from harm. That person came with that mitai, did us what a wonderful favor. This person came and saved us from the snake, saved us from this thief. What a wonderful neighbor. So that we are very grateful for. So somebody who came and informed us that our child is doing something which is incorrect, what a wonderful thing this person has done, that this person has saved us from harm, this person has saved our child from harm, that now we will be able to take some precautions. So somebody came and gave us some good advice. If you do this in this way, you become you take your child a little bit more towards the line of deen or put your child into learning deen. What a wonderful thing the person is bringing us more than a plate of mithai is bringing us the mitai of the akhirat but suddenly here nobody must tell us anything and I know better or I know what's going on in my life you don't interfere with me you worry about your own business now why suddenly all this worrying about the own business when the person came and told us about the snake crawling into our window we didn't say worry about your own business the person told us about the thief lurking in our yard we didn't say mind your own business then we were very happy that that person was minding our business then we are very grateful for that person minding our business. That, that, that affected our business, that this thief might steal our things and go away. So our business of the akhirat, this person is minding that we mustn't suffer a loss in the akhirat. Then we should be more grateful. So where all this stems from about the nature that a person has, that we have to make our nature very approachable, very soft-natured, very easy-going. That that person wants to give us good advice, that person is very, very comfortable. That I will give some good advice here, this will be taken wholeheartedly. There won't be any kind of feeling in the heart that who is this person and why is this person coming to give me all this advice? Why is this person correcting me? Why is this person telling me all this? There won't be any such feeling. It will be all taken in good spirit. So this is the important thing that we rectify our nature. We make ourselves very approachable. It might be sometimes the spouse, the husband wants to say the wife tell the wife something. The wife wants to tell the husband something. Then the husband or the wife, either one must not be wanting to or must not be thinking twice that I should be checking the weather report first. Then what is the weather report? Is it partly cloudy and mild? Is it sunshine? Or is it expected thunderstorms? Lightning and thunder? Or is there gale force wind? Warning, no, there mustn't be any such fear, any such apprehension. There must be that easy nature. If I say something, maybe I made a mistake in what I'm saying, maybe I'm misjudging the situation, maybe I'm overreacting, but whatever the case is, this person will tell me nicely that, look, what you're saying is not right, or the information you have is incorrect, or you are overreacting in a nice way, it will be comfortable. Maybe sometimes there might be some little bit, whatever goes, but that will all fizzle out in a moment. But it's not that as soon as I start talking, I'm going to be pounced down. No, very easy going. This is what Nabi is talking about in the Hadith Sharif, that this person will be safe from Jahannam. عَلَى Kulli Easy going. This is the nature of a mu'min. In one hadith, this is described, المُؤْمِنُونَ, المؤمنون That This is the nature of the believers. Very easy going, very soft natured. There isn't any kind of heirs about themselves. And they take it very very much in their stride. Whatever comes, they take it in their stride. They don't make an issue about it. And further than that, the mu'min, the nature of the person, number one, is soft-natured, on top of that, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that this mu'min, this person, this is he is a key to all good. This is another hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Abu Dardar he narrates that that Nabi said, that, that among the people, there are those who are the keys to good, and they are the locks on all evil and mischief, and wrong things, they are the locks onto it. They are the keys to good, and they are the locks on all kinds of evil, all kinds of wrong, all kinds of harm. And then they are the opposite people also. That, وَإِنَّ مِنَ النَّاسِ مَفَاتِحٌ لِشَرْ مَغَالِقٌ khair That among people are those who are the keys to evil. And they are the locks to good. So then Nabi ﷺ says, فَاتُوبَ لِمَنْ جَعَلَ اللَّهُ مَفَاتِحَ الْخَيْرِ عَلَى يدي. That glad tidings to the one who Allah ta'ala has placed the keys of good in his hands. That destruction to the one who Allah ta'ala has put the keys of evil in his hands, that he's going to meet destruction. Now, what is this keys to good and locks to evil? One is the interpretation of this and the meaning of this one meaning is that a person is the key to good, always teaching people good things, teaching people deen, advising people, as a result of which now the person has opened. The key, what does the key do? The key is, it opens a door. So it has opened the door of good to somebody. Now that person becomes conscious of deen. That person becomes practical on deen. That person starts teaching deen to others. So now this will continue inshallah. The one who started it off, the one who was the key to that good. Nabi Salaam is saying, how wonderful for this person. Allah Ta'ala has made him the key to good. And Tuba, one meaning of it is, a tree in Jannah. So in other words, this person, the glad, glad tidings of Jannah are being given to him. And then, the person is a lock to evil. It stops people from wrong things, advises people against things that are indecent, shameless, gives people guidance towards leaving that which is haram. All these kind of things, that person is a lock to evil. So Nabi Salaam is saying Jannah for this person. Glad tidings for this person. And then the other way around, Somebody is a key to evil. We teach people wrong. See what I got on my phone. You two come see. So now I bring in the next person also. Opening the door of evil for others. I hired something. And come and enjoy it with me. One DVD I got. My laptop is at home. Parents are not there also. They won't be there. Or oh, in my room nobody comes and interferes. So I am inviting my friends also. Come join me and we'll watch this movie together and this DVD together, becoming the keys to evil. And now that person is saying that, no, no, you know what, this is not the right thing, and you mustn't commit this guna. Allah tell azab can come anytime. Don't think you got the door locked and everything is fine. But Allah tell azab can come right in there. So now this person is saying, no, no, you don't worry. Everything is under control. So now the person is inviting others, and when that person is trying to stay away from the evil, we're putting a lock to that good. Oh no, no, don't go to the good direction. You come towards the evil. So we're putting the lock on that person's heart or to, towards that person. They don't go towards the good. That person wants to stay away from the sin and go towards salah. That person wants to go and perform some nafil, make tilawat. Are now, can't be all the time sitting with all these things. Somebody wants to adopt purda. What are you now becoming an old granny now already? You're only 15 years old now. All these things later in life, and you know, when you get married and all that, then you can worry about all this. Somebody wants to make parada from their cousins and other immediate family members, Now you can't be breaking family ties and all these things. This is now you're becoming an extremist, man. You know, This, this is why they call us terrorists and everything in the world. Now we're becoming the locks to good. Somebody wants to do the good and we putting the lock onto it. And what, what wonderful explanations that they're calling us terrorists in the world because of people like you and Billah. So, Nabi is saying, those who are the keys to good, they encourage people towards good. Then these people, Nabi is giving them glad tidings. فَاتُوبَ jaalallahu And destruction for the one who Allah Taala has put the keys of, evil in his hands. That he is now opening the door to evil. So this is one explanation and one interpretation of this. That a person becomes the key to this evil the person becomes the key to this wrong, then this person is heading to destruction. And the person who is the key to good and is the lock to evil, such a person who is teaching good, who is teaching people all the things of deen, encourage them towards deen, so this person is being given the glad tidings. Then over and above that, a person who is the key to good, not just in ibadat, but on a wider scale, The person, his concern is how good can come about. For example, if there is a problem between two people, now there are two ways in which people will respond. There are those who are the keys to good. There are those who are the keys to good. Now there is a problem between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law, for example. So now there is a third party. The third party might be a sister-in-law, Another second daughter-in-law. The third party might be the daughter. The third party might be the daughter now. So the, her mother and her sister-in-law are at loggerheads. The third party might be one aunt of the family, whoever. The third party might be the husband. The third party might be whoever. Now how does he or she respond? Either that person can be the key to good and the lock to evil, or the person can be the other way around. Now if the person is the key to good, so number one, that person will stand aside and coolly and calmly think about how can I rectify this situation? Because people shouldn't be at loggerheads. People shouldn't be quarreling and bickering with one another. So now how can I bring about peace? Because this is a great thing, bringing about peace between two people is a tremendously great thing. We don't realize what a great thing this is. And whichever level it might be, it might be on a domestic level, it might be between neighbors, it might be between family members on an extended family node, it might be between uh, colleagues, it might be between whoever and wherever. To bring peace between two people who might be at loggerheads for whatever the reasons are, this is a tremendous ring. And the hadith sharif Nabi Salaam says, Allah أُخْبِرُكُمْ بِأَفْضَلَ من درجة الصيام وَالصَّلَاةِ وَالصَّدَقَةِ سبحان الله nabi sallallahu is saying, should i not tell you and this is an ajib way of bringing enthusiasm into the hearts of people nabi sallallahu is driving this point home by first stirring the enthusiasm that should i not tell you should i not tell you of that which is greater than which has a greater status than fasting then salah, then sadaqah, meaning all the nawafil. And obviously we talk about nawafil, this is no most minor thing, this is a major thing. A person performs tahajjud namaz, what a tremendously great thing. Keeps nafil fast, subhanallah. Such a person, the door of Jannat, which is specially for this person, ar-rayyan, person who excessively fasts, this door will call for him. Subhanallah. Sadaqah. Can I tell you what is what has a greater status, greater position than that of fasting, of salah, of sadaqah? The Sahaba were all ears and they were waiting for these kind of things. Alu Bala Ya Rasulullah. Bala, please tell us. Nabi Sum said, Allah salahu dhatil Bain. You want to know what is greater? Greater than fasting, greater than salah, greater than Sadaqa. Greater than all of that is Salah dhatil Bain, to bring peace between people. Make peace between that mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. Make peace between those two sister-in-laws that might be warring. Make peace between father and son. Make peace between sisters or brothers. Make peace between neighbors. Make peace between family members on the extended scale. Make peace between any two people who are on some kind of problem, difficulty, warring, for whatever the reasons are. Salahu ذَاتِ Bain, This is greater than that sadaqah, greater than that nafil fast. Imagine on a hot summer's day, person is fasting every day. In the summer months, that are going every day, the person is keeping nafil fast. And we come to know about this person, subhanallah. Every day this person keeps nafil fast, let alone Monday and Thursday. And it's so long days and hot, but this person fasts. What do we think about the person, what great respect, what great honor we feel in our hearts. We come to know about somebody who from 12 o'clock midnight till, tahajjah, till seri time, the person is engaged in tahajjud. What awe we have in our hearts, what respect, what honor for such a person. And indeed, indeed, this is a great thing. We come to know somebody makes one khatam of the Qur'an Sharif daily. Somebody gives a thousand rands every day in sadaqah. Every day, ten thousand rands in sadaqah. Subhanallah, what a wonderful thing. Nabi Islam is saying, all this wonderful, can I tell you something even greater? Can I tell you something even higher in status and position? higher in status and position than that is salahul il making peace between two people fa inna fasada because to create for for there to be any kind of corruption between people to be any kind of animosity any kind of quarrel and dispute between people this is something that shaves off meaning shaves of deen shaves of deen and this creating peace between two people Nabi Slasam gave it such a position that Nabi Slaw says Lam Yagdib Man Nama Bainath Nain Lyusliha Lam Yagdib Man Nama Binath Nain Lyusliha Lying is a very severe deed. Great evil in the Quran Shāri'f Allah Ta'āla says that Fajtanibu Rij Saminal Otan, Wajitanibu Kaulazor, give up idol worship and give up lying. These two things are mentioned side by side. Can we imagine how severe lying is that is mentioned next to idol worship? Yet in the hadith, Nabi Islam says, that person who says something which is not the reality, he exaggerates something. Or he says something which is incorrect also. But the purpose of that incorrect statement is to bring peace between two people. Now he goes to one party and says, the other one is regretting what happened. man, And the other one is saying, how he wishes, you know, you will come together again and that you will Will uh, not have any problem, whereas the second the first person didn't say anything. That person said the opposite. That person was rolling his sleeves up and says, What this person thinks of himself, or what does she think of herself? She thinks too great of herself. Let her come in front of me. I'll show her I'm also somebody. Now, that is what she said. What the first person said was this. Now this middle party comes to the second person and says, She was saying that there isn't a better person than you. And you know what wonderful qualities you have. And she knows that it is her fault. But it's just that now, you know, how to bring this. He's saying the total opposite. This lie is better than a thousand truths. Because this lie is now meant to bring peace between two people. Nabi Salaam is saying in the court of Allah, this is not even a lie. Sometimes we say, you know, the truth doesn't hurt. You must tell the truth as it is. The truth doesn't hurt. The truth hurts. And Nabi Salaam is saying in this situation, don't speak the truth. When there's a war between two people, now one person made some statements in that rush and in that heat of the moment. And that person said some things. Nabi is giving permission. You say the opposite to the other party. Tell the other party that this person was praising you. This person was saying, oh, my one, my mother-in-law, you'll never find a mother-in-law like mine on this earth. And, you know, all her ihsan and all her favors that she's done to me. Whereas that daughter-in-law was saying something else. And then go to the daughter-in-law and say that your mother-in-law was saying that you know, she hasn't found a daughter-in-law like you anywhere. Now this is being said, which is a complete opposite of what is being said. But Nabi Islam saying, This person is not guilty of lying. This lie is worth more than, a, this lie is worth more than the hundred truths of this nature, where the person goes and says, your mother-in-law said this, and your daughter-in-law said that, and your brother said this, and your sister said that, and your father said this, and the son said that. And all these kinds of things where one person slipped up and something came out of his tongue, now we go and relate it. Now we are adding fuel to the fire. We are guilty of fasadu zatil bain. We are shaving off our deen, we are shaving off other people's deen also. We are b- making them guilty of that now. Now they are going to act on that. So we are becoming the means. Now this is what we, were, we started off discussing this hadith, that there are some people who are the keys to good. Nabi's class means giving them glad tidings. Be the key to good, and how? That now you go and mend the situation. Think about it. How can I mend it now? A person who is a key to good, number one, he will teach good. Number two, the person will act good. He will act in a proper way. Somebody acted indifferently with him. He'll still act correctly. He's a key to good now. He's bringing about good. He will think good. Somebody said something, did something, okay, let's, how can I overcome this? How can I rectify this? Okay, they said it to me, fine, I was hurt for that moment. But how can I now do something that will be for the betterment of everybody? For my betterment and other people's betterment also. Even the person who has abused me, said something wrong, how can we sort this thing out in a positive way? The person who is a lil khair, he will be thinking positively also. He will be thinking correctly. He will be thinking in the way of how to sort things out, how to mend relationships. He won't be the one who will be inciting. That, yeah, how can that person say this to you? That was wrong. No, you can't take this lightly. And you must take it up. You mustn't, allow this, you mustn't allow people to walk all over you and just trample on you. Now this person is inciting towards creating a problem. Nabi Salasim is saying, no, a mu'min doesn't do that. And the person who has been promised Jannah doesn't do that. That person is the key to good. He's the lock to the evil. Now this person wants to take revenge. He's a lock to the evil. No, no, revenge. Don't worry about the revenge and all that. Allah Ta'ala will reward you with better. Allah Ta'ala will give you peace in this dunya also. Allah Ta'ala will give you the highest stages in the akhirat. Don't worry about this revenge. It's a small thing. This is a short life and the small world. We can't be carrying on like this. Now he is locking the evil up. The person was really fuming. He is calming the person down. No, no, it, I don't think that person meant it. Sometimes people make mistakes and people sometimes do a... Uh, so we should look at it positively, go in a nice way, calm way, and go and address the situation, but don't, don't, go out of the, uh, don't go out of control and don't start abusing the person and so on. Now you are locking the evil, you are locking the, the sharr. Nabi is saying, Tuba, glad tidings for such a person. That the person who works towards mending the person who works towards bringing about peace, the person doesn't incite towards... There are issues that keep coming up in life all the time. Between spouses, issues will come up. Between parents and children, issues will come up. Between mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws and father-in-laws and son-in-laws and all these kind of things will carry on. And between neighbors, issues will come up. And in every level of society, these things will carry on. But the issue is that how we conduct ourselves we can either make that issue that has come up a ticket to Jannah for ourselves. Or the issue that has come up can become a, pave the pathway towards the fire of Jahannam for us. For destruction, you can pave the pathway towards destruction for us. How we react. This is the crux of it. We started off by saying some things we all give high priority to. And indeed, we have to prioritize those things also. Namaz, fasting, hajj, tilawat, no ibadat, all these things have to be done. Excellent. But this also deserves high priority. That we become keys to good. We become locks to evil. We don't become keys to evil and locks on the good. When we will become the keys to good and the locks on the evil, then we will be eligible to receive the glad tiding of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Tuba man ala And then we will become those who will be safe from the destruction which Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has warned from. And will become those whom Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has given that glad tidings that who the fire of Jahannam will not touch. Ala kulli sahlin. Those soft natured people, those approachable people, those people who are very uh, easy going. They don't have any airs about themselves. They can take that mitai of advice also very nicely. They can accept that being protected from that harm in a very good way. And if somebody errs in the way they said it to them, somebody errs in what they said also, they handle it in a very dignified way, they handle it in a very wonderful way. Such people are people who deserve that, those glad tidings Nabi Wasallam, has mentioned. So these are things that we have to aspire for, these are things we have to work towards, and this is what makes insan. This is what makes us insan. Otherwise, there's the animal kingdom out there. That as soon as something walks past in the pathway of that lion, that lion's bus, that paw is already striking, and the next thing, that whatever has passed will be probably devoured. So that's in the jungle. But in this dunya, Allah ta'ala has made us Ashraful Makhluqat. Allah ta'ala has made us insan. And on top of that, Allah ta'ala has made us among the ummah of Rasulullah Sallam. And Allah Ta'ala has given us the pathway of the Akhlaq of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala sent him to teach us what is insaniyat, what is humanity, and to teach us on top of that, what it is to be a Muslim, what it is to be a mu'min, what it is to have akhlaq, what it is to be soft-natured, what glad tidings there are for the person who is the key to good, who is the lock to evil. So these are the things that we have to aspire for, we have to pass this message on, we have to talk about it repeat it, keep discussing it within our circles, within the home, within the family unit. We have to keep reviving and refreshing this lesson so that it becomes part and parcel of ourselves and it becomes part and parcel of the ummah. So these are things also that we have to give great attention to. We have to uh, give it equal importance, if not more, even equal importance and why not sometimes more because when we lack in these things, we will lose the sawab of our ibadat. So at least there should be equal importance to ibadat, sometimes even greater importance to this. Otherwise that ibadat on one side we are performing, and on the other side when we lack in these things, we become the keys to evil, we become the locks on good. As a result, we trample on the rights of people also, and we lose all our ibadat to them. May Allah in every sense of the word, make us the keys to good, And save us from becoming the keys to evil. Wa akiru dawana nilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma kalhamdulu wa laka shukru kulu. Allahumma la nusi thanaan alayk antakama athnata ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam abima hua ahlu. رَبَّنَا غلمنا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِنْ لَمْ تخف لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ اللَّهُمَّ افْتَحْ لَنَا بِالْخَيْرِ وَاخْتِمْ لَنَا بِالْخَيْرِ وَجَعَلْ عَوَاقِبَ أُمُورِنَا بِالْخَيْرِ بِيَدِكَ الْخَيْرِ إِنَّكَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ Allahum inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka seyyiduna Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shirri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka seyyiduna Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. al-Mustaan wa alayka albalagh. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-aliyyi Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi seyyidina Muhammadu wa alihi wa sahabihi jma'in. Wa alhamdulillahi rabbil